FM 97.7. Stay connected, stay informed. Good evening, 602 and 38 with drizzle and some wet snow in some Eastside communities. We'll have the forecast with Shannon in just a moment with Kim Shepard. I'm Rick Fansice. Seattle's at the center of a coast-to-coast drug bust involving cash, weapons, and an incredible amount of fentanyl. Over 36 hours, 90 men and women were arrested in raids in Phoenix, Pittsburgh, and Seattle. U.S. Attorney Nick Brown. The types of folks that we have here are the mid-level distributors with the national approach that we've taken here. Some very significant players were arrested and indicted. Staggering amounts of fentanyl were seized in Seattle alone. DEA agent Jake Galvin. With the seizure of the 27 kilograms of fentanyl pills in a Seattle apartment here, we potentially saved 162,000 lives. Raids uncovered hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash, illegally modified automatic weapons, and alleged drug kingpin Bryce Benji Hill was arrested in Seattle. Special Agent Robert Hammer. When our special response team went in to serve the search warrant, out of the second story window comes flying a suitcase out the window onto the sidewalk, an entire suitcase full of fentanyl. Agents say the drugs are coming from the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico through Arizona with ties to China. John Lobertini, Northwest News Radio. The state would step up its efforts to plug holes in cybersecurity at state agencies under a bill that got a 49 to 0 vote in the state Senate. Details from Northwest News Radio's Ryan Harris. A 2020 state audit of four unnamed agencies looked at their data backup and security plans and their ability to protect public data and their critical systems. Senate Bill 5518's prime sponsor, Republican State Senator Matt Benke of Kennewick, says These four anonymous agencies were recorded and none of them met the requirements for data backup or disaster recovery to the standards that we are looking for. They had not performed sufficient testing to restore these data and actually rehearse the full operational status to get them back online. So his bill not only establishes a couple of committees to identify security gaps, but it provides the money to get agencies working with Washington Technology Solutions, or WaTech on a unified security effort. It also gives the Department of Commerce more authority to make plans for improved physical and cybersecurity in the state's energy infrastructure. The bill is now headed to the state house. Ryan Harris, Northwest News Radio. Coming up after we check your drive. Will Washington slip into a recession this year? I'm Corwin Hake, a state economist, reports mixed signals. Mixed signals on the roads as well. In the High Performance Homes Traffic Center, Kitty Klein, how's it looking? It's slowly improving out there. It's just taking a lot of time. The The rain really didn't do us any favors, even though the snowy rain that we were getting in places around the east side, too, didn't help. So we're still very slow out of Bellevue on southbound 405 from southeast 8th up the Kennedale Hill, and then again all around south center. I saw a crash in uh, the Federal Way area on westbound 18 as you approach I-5, close to Warehouser. It's off to the right shoulder, but it's still very slow up that hill towards I-5 and very slow around JBLM. We had some earlier issues around Nisqually that cleared away, so it's still a struggle out the Bridgeport, taking one hour to get from Tacoma to Olympia. Seattle to Everett is still a one-hour drive, too, but it definitely improves once you get north of the Alderwood Mall. We had a Cirque du Soleil show at uh, Climate Pledge Arena tonight, so that's keeping things busy on South and I-5 from Northgate into the city, and it's going to get busier around Mercer and Denny, probably in the next half hour or so as people head there. But southbound, uh, northbound 405 is doing a lot better out of Kirkland, just some scattered delays throughout Bothell at this point. Your next northwest traffic at 614. On to the weather we go, and yeah, we've had the wet snow 
snow on the east side. Areas around here drizzly hit Seattle Center. But let's get the latest forecast sponsored by Northwest Crawl Space Services. And here's Shannon O'Donnell. Well, hi there, everybody. We're going to hang on to another 24 hours of chilly showers here around western Washington. On the west side of Puget Sound, especially around Hood Canal to Huya, back toward Brennan and Belfair, we could see some snow accumulating into our Saturday. It will be wet and sloppy, but it's still going to tally up on either side of the water there. Temps today in many cases didn't make it out of the 30s, but will warm back into the 40s on Saturday. Upper 40s with partly sunny skies as we dry out on Sunday. In the Coma 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Shannon O'Donnell. 38 at SeaTac, Northwest News Time 606. One of the last remaining mask mandates in Washington is about to be lifted. On April 3rd, masks will no longer be required at health care or correctional facilities. However, the Department of Health is recommending masks still be worn in those settings. And it's not just Washington. California, Oregon, and Washington, we've all decided to make this um, step together. State epidemiologist Dr. Scott Lindquist says the mask mandate could come back if cases rise. But at the moment, the data doesn't support such a move. Jeff Pogelin, Northwest News Radio. Seattle firefighters spent much of the day battling flames at a vacant building in Lake City. Here's the update from Como Force Karina Vargas. The roof completely collapsed and a couple of walls are still holding up, but many of the people that I spoke to were scared that the fire was going to spread. Now, the owner of a grocery store told me that the flames and the smoke were so strong that he was able to see it from blocks away. Now, the Seattle Fire Department was here all morning trying to knock down the fire on the 14,000 block of Lake City Way Northeast. Now, they first got the call around 6.15 this morning, and it took several hours for firefighters to put it out. The fire officials warned people to close their doors and windows to prevent them from breathing the smoke. That's Como Force Karina Vargas. Sound Transit now says that light rail line from Federal Way to Tacoma won't be open until at least 2035. David Jackson with Sound Transit says floodplain issues have taken the five station out of the running, and a second potential station location is not much better. The alignment along I-5... Uh, have some serious constructability issues and also cult- potential cultural resources in that area. So we need to study an additional alignment along uh, SR-99. The Sound Transit Board will convene March 23rd to discuss the options. But at this point, they estimate light rail from Federal Way, which should open in 2024 or 25, will take about 10 more years to reach Tacoma. A state economist says personal income is stable statewide and revenue collection is strong. In other words, a predicted recession has yet to land locally. We have more from Northwest News Radio's Corwin Hake. For months, economists have been abuzz over layoffs, inflation, and the coming recession. Consumers still have some serious concerns. On the other hand, they're continuing to buy things. That's Dr. Stephen Lurch, Executive Director and Chief Economist with the Washington State Economic and Revenue Forecast, trying to get a fix on our local economy. He says despite all those tech layoffs late last year, overall income has remained level statewide. We do have you know, a little bit lower levels of Washington personal income compared to what we were looking at in November. Uh, the overall growth rates on average are, are quite similar. Nor are tax collectors complaining. Still very good growth, 6.4% year over year. While none of that suggests a booming economy, it's not necessarily recessionary either. But Lurch says, check back later this year when tech company severance packages run out. Corwin Hake, Northwest News Radio. Boeing CEO David Calhoun padded his bottom line by another $22.5 million in the last year. However, the company did not 
pay him a $7 million bonus because it will fail to get its new 777X jetliner into service by the end of this year. The company says the jet will be behind schedule for reasons largely beyond Mr. Calhoun's control, but they also say some of his decisions regarding the plane contributed to the miss. The Better Business Bureau warning of a new banking imposter scam that targets members of the military. The BBB's Logan Hickel explains how it works. The service member receives a call and that caller says that the service member was supposedly underpaid. They demand the service member's name, rank, and confirmation of a MyPay payroll deposit. And they then demand that that service member wire money to them immediately, supposedly to return that incorrect deposit. Uh, The caller says it's the only way for the Defense Finance and Accounting Service to deposit the correct amount. Uh, Echol tells Como TV that that's a lie just to get your money. Northwest News Time 610. Time to check in with Bill Swartz at the Beacon Plumbing Sports Desk. What happens in Vegas could be another Coug upset. Washington State's women shocked third-ranked Utah last night in round two of the Pac-12 women's tournament at 8.30 tonight. The Cougs are in the conference semifinal game against three-seed Colorado. Now, WSU has 21 wins already, likely good enough to get into the NCAA big dance. The Seattle Kraken last season re-signed forward Jared McCann, and boy, it sure looks to have been the right move. It's held in by Finn Stung, Bjorkstrand, McCann, he scores! That's hockey, baby! What a play! 30 goals for Jared McCann! It's a power play goal! The Kraken have tied it! John Forslund on Root Sports. Jordan Eberle followed with his 14th of the season. The Kraken have a 2-1 lead at the second intermission. Seattle made no moves before the NHL trade deadline, but the Ritchie brothers are moving, switching teams. Nick traded by Calgary to Arizona. Older brother Brett goes from the Coyotes to the Flames. Temperatures hit 70 tomorrow in the Phoenix area. The Mariners have a home Cactus League ball game against Colorado today. They doubled up the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-3. Sports with Swartz at 10 and 40 after the hour. Northwest News Radio. And that makes our Northwest News Time 611. The CDC has some urgent warnings about baby formula and breast pumps. It's frightening to think the formula or breast milk you're giving your baby could harm them. It's not an everyday occurrence, but the CDC is issuing this warning to make sure it never happens again. Two cases of a rare bacteria were reported. One was a baby who likely got it from a utensil to scoop powdered formula. That little boy survived. However, another newborn who was infected got it from a breast pump that somehow was contaminated. That baby died. This is the same bacteria linked to last year's baby formula recall and shortage. The CDC offering tips to parents to keep their babies safe. Keep all surfaces and your hands clean during the preparation process. If you use a breast pump, make sure to clean and dry all of the parts thoroughly. Also, if you use powdered formula, never put the scoop on the counter or in the sink and then place it back in the container. That's a huge no-no. Make sure you wash it first and then reseal the container. And also make sure you wash all of the bottles. Things like this may seem obvious, but when it comes to caring for your baby, you can never be too safe. That's ABC's Stephanie Ramos. Northwest News Time is 612. And the White House is revealing more about the president's physical results from last month's checkup. ABC's Dave Packer has details. During last month's physical, President Biden had a small skin lesion removed from his chest. The White House doctor in a memo says a biopsy confirmed it was basal cell carcinoma, but says all cancerous tissue was successfully removed. The memo says the side of the biopsy is healed nicely, and dermatologists will continue keeping an eye on it. Dave Packer, ABC News.
Researchers at Penn State University say American workers in the food supply chain are at greater risk for serious injury than those in other industries. A study published in the Journal of Safety Research says fractures to the lower extremities were most common, with most frequent accidents being transportation-related. More than half the world's population is on track to be considered overweight or obese by 2035. A new report from the World Obesity Federation also notes a concerning rise in childhood obesity. Uh, Based on current trends, they say childhood obesity could double from 2020 levels. Obesity can lead to a number of health issues, including high blood pressure, coronary heart disease, stroke, breathing problems, and clinical depression. The Edmonds-Kingston ferry run back to two boats, but that doesn't mean there won't be delays. Lines stretch for miles while that route was on a one-boat schedule during the pandemic, but a second boat returned to service this week. However, the ferry is still dealing with a manpower shortage that could lead to the cancellation of some sailings. The Everett Herald reports Washington State ferries need to have about 200 DAC officers, but at the moment, only have 165. Northwest News Time, 614, and we check your drive every 10 minutes on the fours. In the High Performance Homes Traffic Center, where's the trouble, Kimmy Klein? Hmm, still getting into Seattle. It's very slow on South and I-5 from Northgate through the Convention Center. And North and I-5 is uh, heavy approaching the Mercer Street exit and then again north of Lake City Way, most of the way past the Alderwood Mall. Our travel time, though, South and I-5 from Seattle to Tacoma is down to 45 minutes. That's much better than earlier. We're still on the brakes around JBLM on South and I-5 from uh, just south of Bridgeport, off and on towards Center Drive and DuPont. We had some earlier issues around there, and we just never really got to recover. Uh, Southbound 405 is Slow from Southeast 8th and Bellevue up to Kennedale Hill. Both of our westbound floating bridges are hanging on to some crowds as you approach I-5, but we had an earlier stalled bus over on 520 near Mont Lake. Luckily, that cleared pretty quickly. And yeah, no change on Lake City Way recently. The southbound lanes of Lake City Way are still blocked between 143rd and 137th from that early morning structure fire. So northbound Lake City Way is getting through, but it's still an area worth avoiding. Your next northwest traffic is 624. This update on traffic sponsored by Beacon Plumbing, Heating and Electrical Call Beacon today and save $50 on all drain cleaning and sewer repair. Just call 1-800-FREAKIN-STOP-FREAKIN-CALL-BEACON. The Puget Sound forecast sponsored by Northwest Crawl Space Services. Mixed snow and rain overnight into tomorrow morning, turning to rain by tomorrow afternoon with a high in the mid-40s. It's 37 now at SeaTac. News Radio 1000, FM 97.7, your information station. Sponsored by Muckleshoot Casino. With Kim Shepard, I'm Rick Van Sice. Our editor is Bill O'Neill. President Biden had a cancerous tissue removed from his body in February. That, according to the White House, they say that skin lesion was removed, sent in for biopsy, and confirmed to be basal cell carcinoma. It remains unclear whether Washington's economy will slip into a recession this year. A state economist says personal income remains stable, and despite recently announced tech layoffs, the state is still collecting plenty of tax revenue. President Joe Biden meeting with the German Chancellor today to talk about the strategy in Ukraine and other global issues. ABC's Justin Finch is on the Northwest Newsline, and the White House has said aid for Ukraine would be a priority during this visit. What kind of assistance are they talking about? Well, that's right. This meeting comes just as the Pentagon announced another $400 million in new military aid from the U.S. to Ukraine. This would be additional ammunition for those high-mobility artillery rocket systems or HIMARS munitions, as well as uh, 
equipment to support vehicle maintenance and repair. Uh, what's top of mind right now for the West, the U.S., NATO, and of course for Ukraine is getting ready for a spring counteroffensive on the ground. Russia is making some advances, especially in the east, in areas like Bakhmut, the west, and Ukraine, hoping to fight them back, although it has come down to the street-by-street battles that Russia is engaging with Ukrainian troops in on the ground. So a major concern there. Uh, The president thanking the German chancellor, Olaf Scholz, for his strong and steady leadership on this topic. He thanked Germany for their continued military support, but also their humanitarian support, uh, food, health, heating, clothing, all things those people needed as they left Ukraine for safer environs there. Schultz and Biden saying they will stick with Ukraine until the very end. So really underscoring their support for that fight with Russia, which again is now more than a year old, the U.S. already allocating more than $30 billion in aid to support Ukraine over the past year, Kim. Yeah, and not just financial support, the U.S. also offering knowledge, uh, support with training. I guess they've been working with the Ukrainian military on exercises at the base in Germany. That's right. That's an ongoing issue, too. As they continue to send more weapons over, you just can't drop a tank on the battleground and say, here are the keys. These troops have to be trained on how to use these weapons effectively. And along the way, they've developed innovations all their own to be very swift and fast in their um, fights with Russia. Now, another challenge that will be on the leader's agenda today, the relationships with China. Does Germany have the same kind of strained relationship the U.S. does? Not so much as strained, but they are very much concerned. The West, NATO, very much watching closely what is happening with China and these deepening ties to countries like Russia and Iran. And the president has not ruled out the use of sanctions if it comes to China supplying that military aid. However, the White House has said time and time again, they have not seen evidence yet that that lethal military aid has come from China to Russia, but they do believe it's not off the table just yet. And when we're thinking about all the complexities with all these relationships, I just think about the fact that we had two Americans and a Russian cosmonaut just blast off to the International Space Station this week. So, you know, there are still ties even in this sort of Cold War type relationship that we're developing. And those those small ties, I would say now mean so much more than perhaps they have in recent years, because it shows there are spaces and causes under which these countries that have so much distance between them on so many points can find common ground. You know, one big concern was, you know, Putin announcing a few weeks ago that they would temporarily pause their involvement and in that new start nuclear treaty. These are things that the White House has said they can't afford to lose Russia on. So diplomacy is one of the many ways they are trying to maintain what little ties they have to Russia and the East. ABC's Justin Finch on the Northwest Newsline. Northwest News Time 620. Dana, check on Wall Street with her StockCharts.com money updates. U.S. stocks rallied today after data on the services sector showed its strongest activity since the summer. The signs of economic resilience outweighed concerns about inflation and tighter global monetary policy that prompted some selling earlier in the week. The S&P Global 
Total U.S. Services PMI index rose to 50.6 in February from 46.8 in January. The February number, the highest reading since June, and it pushed past the 50 threshold that signals expansion. The S&P 500 rose 64 points. The Dow Industrials leaped 387. And the NASDAQ Composite soared 226. That's your money now. Money news here at 20 and 50 past every hour. Traffic and weather on the way. Your business is our business. Stay with the team that more people trust for money news at 20 and 50 past the hour. News Radio 1000, FM 97.7, your information station. Did you know that?